Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt-free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. So today I have Rebecca Wiener McGregor, and I am so excited to have her on. Um, I'll tell you why in a few. But she is an amplifier of love and catalyst for breakthroughs. She shares her gifts as a transformational hypnotist. Yes, I said hypnotist. That's why I'm excited. And she's a money mindset coach committed to helping overworking and overgiving visionaries release old blocks, traumas, and hidden fears to find a deeper sense of self-worth. Thank you so much for coming on, Rebecca. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to this so much. Absolutely. And I'm honored to have you. Um, I Like I told you before we hit record, I have been so interested in hypnotherapy and hypnotists in general, um, because I've always wondered, like, does it really work? <laughs> like, is, Can you really tap into your brain that deeply to change, you know, old behaviors and traumas and blocks and things like that? And so um, before we get into the money part, I just want you to like, you know, kind of explain how it all works, if you can, you know, yeah. um, and, you know, just get, give us an opportunity to to step into a hypnotist shoes. <laughs> Ooh, all right, all right. So hypnosis is just a really funny looking word for something that is really, really natural. And yes, hypnosis works. And we know that it works. And some bits of it are still miraculous. Um, that's the beautiful part. Your brain, our brains are designed to heal themselves. And we have the power to do that by shifting our focus and shifting our concentration, because that's really all that hypnosis is. When someone works with me, it is a state of relaxation that we start with, and then we narrow the focus and concentration, and you're in hypnosis. So, and that we do that with visualization often, that kind of thing where you follow along with some imagery and you are in this perfect state of hypnosis. Now you're in this state many times a week, if not many times a day anyway. So it's not like I drop you into this place. You are able to bring yourself there. In fact, you're the only one who can. I guide it as your hypnotist, but you take yourself there and get yourself in that place. No one can make you do it unless you want to. But what is really, really special about what I do is um, a technique called regression. And I help people go back to past memories in this really focused state and to neutralize past experiences and the re physical, emotional and behavioral responses from them. Awesome. Wow. Like <laughs> that is so amazing. And that can be a breakthrough in of itself um, because I'm a firm advocate of everybody needs therapy. Um, everybody needs some form of therapy at some point in their lives because there's so much trauma that we 
have or go through or been through or whatever that we don't even realize that we're acting out as a result of that um <laughs> when 100 exactly like we have no idea it's so subconscious that um having you as someone that goes into that subconscious and you know grabs that trauma grabs that stuff and then shows it to people and so that way that they can make change. i love it i love it okay so let's get into the money part right because that's why we're all here. Okay. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So um, before we got on, you know, you shared a little story um, that you had when it came to your money. And mm. I, I, I want you to get into that story, but I want to go ahead and preface it for the audience. So a lot of times, you know, when you think about money or if you ask people, you know, what do you want? More money, more money, more money. Um, it's always, I need more money. That'll make my life easier. Just more, 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 more. I need a promotion at work. I need this. I need that. Right. So it's all about getting money. Right. But both of us have also experienced where we get the money, but then what happens after you get it, right? Sometimes people that have a lot of money, you they look at their account and they're like, where did it all go? <laughs> like, what happened? Exactly. And so please share your story with the audience because I'm sure somebody can resonate with this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's not my favorite story to tell, right? But it has a good ending, which, or it's got, it's got a good current metal that's happening, which is good. <laughs> so what I discovered through this, and I'll share the story in just a second, is that yes, we can have money blocks about getting money and manifesting money and our earning potential and our worthiness and our, you know, what we deserve and will money make us a bad person and all that kind of stuff. But there's also blocks around keeping it. And that's really where I was at. So I was on vacation with my boyfriend, who's now my husband, and I, we got to our destination. It was a long road trip. We got to our destination. I opened my banking app and I realized I had $436 in my bank account and I'd been making six figures. So <laughs> what was happening? I was spending and spending and spending, but I, I was in this place in that moment. I can still feel myself in the car. I mean, I, I have gone to this moment so many times and been thankful for it because it was like an electric shock went through me. This is not good enough for my life. And I remember looking over at my boyfriend and thinking, this is not good enough for him. This is not good enough for the ripple I want to make in the world and the influence that I want to have in the world and the charities I want to give to you. How can I give if I'm not letting myself accumulate? And I had to really dive into why I only had $436 in my account after making lots of money. You know, I was, I was living comfortably. I had gotten from the place where I was scraping by with like, when I started my business, it was like hundreds of dollars were being earned in the month. And I got to this place where I was making good money, but I had a block about keeping it because I was helping people heal, heal their trauma. A big part of what I do and still do, did then and still do today is help women to heal sexual trauma. And I had a block about keeping that money because I was helping people. I was earning it because people were in pain and I didn't feel like I deserved to keep any of that money. And that's a that's a good 
point to make as well, especially for like business owners and things. And I, I feel like that's part of my blog, even with Money Talk with Tiff too, right? It's because I'm like, I'm supposed to help people with money. So I, I feel convicted when I take it from them, you know? Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, and, and one of my career coaches put it into perspective, right? She said, Tiffany, I understand. Okay. But these are the same people that will spend on whatever they need to spend on and will not think twice about it, you know? And so if they feel like the service that you offer is a priority for them, they will pay for it. Right. And so that was part of what got me around my block, you know, and started charging a little bit of what I was worth (laughs) um, was because, Mm -hmm. you know, she put it into that perspective for me. But I completely get it. Like, I completely understand, like, how that can be a block for entrepreneurs if you're helping with sexual abuse trauma or you're helping with money trauma or, you know, things like that is definitely something to put into perspective. Um, And And so with that being said, when you did come to that realization, I guess like I want to sit in your shoes. Right. So I'm like, okay. so after you realize like this is a block for me, I'm helping people with trauma. I feel guilty for keeping it because, you know, in your mind, it's like this is blood money you know, (laughs) type of thing. (laughs) And so um, after you came to that realization, what helped you get over that hump? This is actually when my spirituality exploded because I had to take a hard look at what I was, what I was doing, what I was offering people, what value I was offering people was changing in their lives for them. And I recognize that even though it's like this weird job that I'm a hypnotist, that this is my gift that I get to help people heal themselves. I get to be along on that journey, that that is what the divine placed me here for. And there's no limitation in the whole universe that I can still make money and I can keep it. And it's not taking away from other people because I earn that money. Like the universe is not a piece of pie, right? Where if I take a big piece of pie, somebody else has to take less. We all have the same places where the the same opportunity to find our gifts and to do the work and to manage our privilege at the same time. We also have to trust in the fact that there are limitless resources if we're willing to go for them. Absolutely. Say it again for those in the back now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that everybody was placed on this earth with gifts and you know it's up to you to find what those gifts are and you know I tell people all the time it could be any like people are getting paid for anything and everything it's literally amazing things yes (laughs) (laughs) like it's literally whatever you like to do there is somebody out there that wants that from you (laughs) like somebody that will pay for that from you um and so it's so important and I'm so glad you said that that a lot of times we get stuck. We get stuck. And this could be part of the mental blocks and the traumas, but we get stuck in thinking that it's comfortable here. Like maybe you're at a job that you hate and it's comfortable here. You know, I'm able to survive, but in my living, you know, that type of situation. And so it's so important to find your gifts. Um, and then when you do, 
lean into them. You know, a lot of people start, you know, fearing and stepping back and leaning back. But I have learned personally that when you lean into your gifts, the rest will follow. Right. Absolutely. That is so key. Leaning into our gifts. You know, sometimes we're even so scared of acknowledging our gifts because they are, we know that they are powerful. We know that we can create big change and big ripples. I have goosebumps right now. (laughs) We know that sometimes if we acknowledge that gift and we say it out loud, some people are going to think we are weird as heck. Crazy. Some people are going to really lean in and get excited for us. And whatever anybody does, however they share their opinions and their feedback to us is always, always through the filter of their own fears and their own gunk. So whatever happens, how whatever responses you get, it really doesn't even matter because it's all through their own lenses anyway. But taking that step and tr- really diving into trusting that gift and recognizing your worthiness, that is a huge, huge piece, especially for people who are spiritual and want to be good people and want to be helpful and want to be loving. It's like, oh, do should I take money for this? I mean, God gave me this gift. I don't know if I should be able to profit off of this. God gave me this talent. I mean, do I have to give all my money away to be to still be a good person? And we can really get caught in some of those loops and it can make us actually pull away from our passion, pull away from that gift because there's with great power comes great responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That was beautifully said. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah. You now I have the goosebumps going. <laughs> oh, good. Good. <laughs> um, so let's switch gears a little bit because um, I definitely want to hit on this. Um, so, you know, we preface this by saying everybody wants money, right? That's the main goal for most people at the end of the day is money, money, money. All right. But what do we need to do to prepare to make sure that A, we um, attract that money. So, right, we're talking about manifestation, we can attract it. And then B, once we do that, we can hold on to it and keep it, you know, and it just doesn't fly out the window. And so I wanted to, I wanted you to share a few of your tips and I'll share a few of mine, but that way people can be more prepared to um, grab that, to to attract that money when it comes and then also um, hold on to it. So um, I'll let you go first because, you know, you get into to the mindset thing and you know what blocks need to need to happen okay oh this is such a juicy topic we could talk about this for days one of the things that I think is so important is and I ever I talk about this all the time is building your awareness to your blocks if you're thinking about stepping into your own business or you're stepping into scaling your business or growing it or growing your career, whatever it is, whether you're in business for yourself or you're uh, working as part of someone else's business. When you think about your goals, your dreams, like the big ones that you don't even want to tell people about because they're so big and crazy that you notice what is happening in your body because your body will give you all the clues to the blocks that you have. The building the awareness. So if you think about, ooh, I really want this particular car or I really want this amount in my bank account and I want to be able to give this amount to this charity or I want to buy my parents a house, you know, like thinking about the logistics of that and thinking about the amount of money that that will take and then tuning into your body because it will tell you 
if it's scared by giving you a little flutter in your stomach that doesn't quite feel like the excited butterfly flutter, it'll give you tightness in your abdomen, tightness in your chest, heaviness on your shoulders, pressure in your head. Even It could even be like this tension in your hands. Your body will give you clues that there's a block. And as soon as you can start to uncover those, you can ask your body through different visualizations and journaling, what what does this mean? What am, what am I afraid of? You know, some people think, oh, so I have to talk to myself? I'll, I'll look crazy. Everybody's talking to themselves all the time, so don't worry about that. Right. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and then as you start to learn that about yourself, you can, there are lots of resources out there for helping you uncover what your blocks are and to, um, learn to not judge yourself so much about them because everybody has blocks because everyone has had experiences. You may think, oh, my trauma is not as big as this person or my trauma is way bigger than that person or whatever. But it can all be, it can all be shifted. You can shift your belief systems by thinking in new ways and allowing space for new ideas, new beliefs and new thoughts. You can decide today, I want to believe right now, my new belief is that I'm worthy of making lots and lots of money sharing my gifts. And the more that you tell yourself and tune into your body about what is what its response is when you say that, then you can use different tools to help you open up to that truth, that new belief that you have and make it really a truth. And when we make room for it, then we can uncover what the blocks are and then we can make room for the money. Right. So I don't know about the audience, but when you just said that, I said that to myself, <laughs> just, like nice. as, just like as a repetition. And yes. I just felt like so good. Like I was just like, ah, like I can like, you know, and so I say that to say the power is in your mind. And so if you, for instance, say what Rebecca just said to yourself, pick up what you're feeling. Like she would say, pick it up and see, you know, do you get that tightness of the chest and the, the heaviness of the shoulders? And if so, you know that, okay, maybe this is something that I'm afraid of. Maybe I'm afraid of success because that's a real thing too. A lot of people Absolutely. are afraid of success. They're afraid of doing more than the people around them. You know, I used to be in that situation, um, but it's so important to pick up that stuff um, because self-reflection is key to self-awareness, which is key to being more aware of what's around you, right? Oh, 100%. And you can notice your blocks in your behavior too, because really how you do money is how you do everything and how you do everything is how you do money. So if you are making yourself small, if you're stepping back when someone gives you an opportunity and you're not taking it, you know, you can begin to sense that there's something there. And it's very common, like you said, to have a fear of success and it's even more common to have a fear of success and a fear of failure at the same time. Like, I know I can stand on my own two feet and do this, but what will people think about me putting myself out there? What will people think about me charging the rates that I'm charging? What will people think about me being the successful one? I don't want to outshine other people. I don't want to hurt other people's feelings with my success. Like, these are the things that can go through our mind. And how will I manage that success? Will I have to hire a team? Will I have to move? Will I have to change my whole life? Usually our success doesn't require all of that, but we, we get a little scared of the possibility. 
the unknown. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I have a favorite quote. I know I've said it a few times on the podcast, but this moment requires this quote again. Um, Everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. Yes. And so I have learned um, and going back to what you were saying before, when people doubt you or when people, um, you know, a lot of people project their fears onto you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's what happened when I left corporate the first time, you know, people were like, but you're a single mom, but you have a house, but you have this, but you have that. And I'm like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> I'm good. Like more people were worried about what I was going to do than I was. <laughs> like, <laughs> so funny. You're, you're over here believing in yourself and you know what's in your bank account. You know what you can handle, but other people will give you their fears. If you, if you ask an opinion of anything, everyone will give you their own fears and in, in their answer. Right. Exactly. Like I could have been a millionaire according to my bank account for all they knew, but they were just like, well, what are you going to do? How are you going to take care of your house? How are you going to take care of your kids? You know, all of that stuff. And I'm just like, I got it y'all, but I can see if I wasn't secure in, you know, my money and everything. Um, Cause I had to work up to that, you know, that doesn't just come. And so I can see if that was the case, I would have been talked out of pursuing my passion full-time by other people. And so, you know, you just have to be aware of those things and what Rebecca said is so true and a way that you can start that process, you know? So is there anything else you want to share with the audience um, when it comes to manifesting money or keeping money? Yes. As you are diving into this process even deeper, as you're allowing yourself growth, the biggest thing, the best thing, the most luxurious and beautiful and loving thing that you can do with yourself is to release yourself of judgment because everyone is a work in progress. I've been in my career in May of 2021, it will be, it'll be 17 years that I've been doing this work, mindset work, and about eight or so years that I've been working on the whole money mindset piece of it. And I still have growth. It's like, a, it is a lifelong process of up leveling. So if you have a thought about, you know, oh, I've discovered this block, Work on the block without the judgment of, oh, I've been studying this for so long. How did I mess up again? Or I knew this. Why did I take on this belief? Or I thought this was healed or whatever the case may be. Just release that layer of judgment because it takes so much longer to work through a block when you have lots and lots of judgment attached to it. When you can say, hey, I can be a work in progress and super amazing at the same time. And I'm noticing this block and I'm so lucky I realized that I had this block now so that I could work on it instead of how do I still have this block? Now I got to work through the shame and the guilt and the anger and the frustration and the block. So releasing yourself from that judgment and being in a really loving place with yourself, you'll actually through this process build such a beautiful relationship with yourself through all healing. Really, you can build a beautiful relationship with yourself and You'll never feel lonely again when you have a wonderful relationship with yourself. Oh my gosh, Rebecca. Like I have goosebumps going over here. I wish y'all could see me. I have the church rock going and I'm like, got my hand in the air. Like, yes. yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but oh 
my gosh, that was a, a word. And it's, it's a word for me too, because a lot of what I do, um, you know, when it comes to money and things like that, I feel like I have to be on point all the time when it comes to my money, because I'm like, how can I tell people how to treat their money or how to um, manage their money if I'm not properly managing it? Right. And so I had a friend tell me the other day, she said, Tiffany has debt. I said, I absolutely do. You know, I am not perfect by a long shot, but I think is getting comfortable with that and using, you know, platforms such as this to talk about that. Like nobody's perfect in any of these journeys that we go on in life. And so it's not what happens to you. It's how you treat what happens to you, right? Um, Because a lot of people go through all types of trauma, but it's not the trauma that shapes you. It's how you react to the trauma. And so that's where I'm at with everything. And so that's why I have a therapist, you know what I mean? Because it's so important to get to that place where you're comfortable with yourself, you're comfortable with your gifts, you're comfortable with your abilities, and you can now open it up and share it with the world or share it with others. You know what I mean? So I think this was a great place to end on. I'm not even going to share my tips. Y'all can go back to some other episodes for that. This was great. Um, Rebecca, where can people find you if they want to hear more from you? Mm, they can find me at Rebecca Wiener, W-I-E-N-E-R.com or anywhere on uh, Facebook and Instagram at I am Rebecca Sue. Awesome. Awesome. I will be following and I may even book a book a um, session with you because I Ooh, am so, that sounds amazing. After I stop hitting record on this, we're going to talk about that. But um, thank you so much, Rebecca. I'm so glad to have you on. You gave so many good insights and I'm sure the audience has really benefited from this episode. If you all want to connect with Rebecca, I will have all the show notes um, there. So definitely check her out. She's amazing. And thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwitht.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Talk to you soon.